0: welcome to livealittlehigher.com this week we read Parashah Behatloteha it's uh, it's part of the book of, of B'amitvar and this parashah, this particular parashah is a very very interesting parashah because it begins with igniting us, giving us purpose, giving us uh, the reason of our existence and then it, all the Jewish people in the desert start doing all these boo-boos. they start complaining because they don't have meat and they start like going down in their service of Hashem so what's going on here and why does this particular parasha of Barloteha Bar- opens with the, the, the commandment to kindle the menorah the candelab- candelabrum that stood in the tabernacle in the Mishkan in the, in the desert and it says that Aaron is told to kindle the lamps until the wicks burn. Uh, means to raise up. So the, the, the way he had to kindle the lights was not that he only put the, the match on the on the wick. He couldn't take it out until the, the wick, the fire of the wick was burning by itself. So we see here that the allegory of this, uh, raising these lights, uh, is that um, that this is the purpose of our existence in light, in in our life, is to ignite our own inner flame, to be a Jew that is always inspired, that is always in fire in his service to Hashem that not only we have to be busy with ourselves getting inspired but we also have to be busy helping other people be inspired too so it says here from the teachings of the Lubavitcher Rebbe from his Sihas it says that that the purpose on earth is to kindle the flame of divine consciousness until all of created reality burns on its own with the enthusiasm required to make the world into a God's home. So our job as Jewish people is to kindle that light, our inner light, which is actually a spark of Hashem within us. It's a a piece of God within us and we have it there. And the love for God is something that is, um, that is innate of a Jew. We, we don't need to create a love for God. We don't need to create passion for God. It's there, we just have to to ignite it. We just have to turn it on. There's a story of the Rebbe, that a man, uh, um, um, an engineer came to visit him once and he said, eh, Rebbe, I understand that you went to the Sorbonne in France. What did you study there? And so he says, he said, well, I, I studied uh, also, I don't know if it was mechanical engineering or one of these engineering. And so the man was very impressed. And he says, so now what do you do all day here? And he says, I, I show people where their switch is. So he says, you don't turn it on? He says, no, I just show them where it is because each person has to t- turn their, sh- their <clears throat> own switch on. They need someone to show them they have a switch. But each one of us needs to turn our switch on. You can have a great teacher, you can have a great role model in your life that is inspiring and is showing you the way, but if you yourself don't ignite that inspiration, you don't, you don't burn within, and you don't bring it out from you, within you, then there's as much as a person that is inspiring you can do. So we see here that when you raise up is referring to the instruction to make the flame go up and we know with, with the flame it's something interesting if you look very closely at a candle, at the wick and the flame the flame is almost like jumping out of the, of the wick this is a very interesting uh, uh, situation with fire like water always goes down but fire is always trying to go up. Even if you turn the candle upside down, you're gonna see that the fire is going up. Why? Because it's an allegory to our soul. The soul is always trying to go higher, to go, to go up, to connect to his source. So we see here that it says that how does the image of raising the world's consciousness fit with the moral decline that immediately unfolds? So we see that In this parasha, we see how the Jewish people suddenly start complaining because they don't have meat. They have been eating manna for two years in the desert. They're up to here with the manna. They want to eat a hamburger. They're, They're obsessed with the meat. And they start complaining to Hashem. So why are they complaining? It doesn't make sense because they had so much flock. They had animals with them. They could just... Do the shahita on them and make a barbecue. They knew the kosher laws already. They could do it by themselves. But why were they complaining? So it says that we as human beings are tempted by the world. This is something that Hashem puts inside of us. Temptation. What is temptation? When you want to go on the wrong side. And this temptation really is put within yourself so you can really rise higher than that and be able to control your your base impulses that's why we have these temptations if not we wouldn't have any merit in connecting to god if we would be like the angels that are never tempted to do anything that is wrong they then we would have no 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 um, merit in in being in this world we everything would be like a hand-me-down from Hashem so when a Jew is able to contain himself and rise above anything that's going on around him the material world the material aspect of the world and he connects himself to the higher source which is Hashem then he's being able to activate that inner flame so it says here that indeed that the mission to make the world into God's home applies to all of reality. And so indeed, the only way it can be accomplished is if we transform all aspects of life into elements of our relationship with Hashem. So I'm thinking, this week, I always like to put like something that's going on in the week, how we can apply it to the Torah. This week, it has been a very... Charge week with a lot of anti-semitism going on. And what the Rebbe is telling us here is that we're not only a Jew to be in the shul praying and a Jew to be in the books learning, we have to be a Jew that is involved with the world. All the spiritual aspect of our lives is meant to be there so we can bring the divine consciousness into the world. Hashem is rocking the boat. He's shaking all the Jewish people around. All this anti-Semitism that's going out. You know, Esther John Grice, Rebetz and Esther John Grice, she used to say that when the Jews are not doing what Hashem wants them to be doing, she, Hashem puts a big, big ad in the newspapers that says, looking for anti, anti-Semitism. Anti-Semit. Anti-Semitas, anti-Semites. Why? Because this is what really empowers the Jewish neshama. It rocks the boat. Suddenly, this Jewishness comes out. The Jew that never even sat to think two minutes about his Judaism suddenly he's the proudest Jew. He wants to wear the biggest Magen David around his neck. He wants to put on a kippa. He wants to go to shul. He's empowered because. Hashem is rocking the boat. He's reminding us who we are and why we're in this world. So this aspect of what's going on around us, yes, we can point fingers. We, we can, there's a, a historical, factual situation that is going around. Um, you can find the, the textbook and the facts and all, all that. But in the spiritual sense, in the spiritual level, Hashem wants the Jew to be on fire. He wants us to be inspired. He wants us to be proud of who we are. He wants us to defend ourselves, to defend the Jewish nation, to get together, to be united as one heart. And and he's accomplishing it. I see through the Instagram and the media how the Jewish people have responded to this. Sadly, there are some Jews that are very misinformed. They have no education whatsoever. And they fall into the lies of the, uh, the conflict. They, they, they attach themselves to the lies and they don't see the truth. But what the Rebbe is telling us here in, in, in the Torah perspective is that uh, our relationship with Hashem is not a textbook relationship it is, it is a divine consciousness as a relationship is to really put Hashem everywhere in front of us right now we feel Jewish we feel God we're all reminded of God we're all reminded of our Jewishness but once this passes because it will pass then suddenly everybody's back to their normal lives and they this becomes dormant again and this is not what Hashem wants it to be he wants us to imbue infuse into our daily life into our everyday life this passion that we feel right now when you pray, when you learn, when you do a mitzvah, when you help somebody, when you honor your parents, when you. every aspect of your life, when you work, that you're infused with, with divine consciousness. And, uh, and this is, must permeate our mundane pursuits in, in our life. So the attitude towards life, and this is a major word attitude. Attitude is. I would say 99% of, of your life is attitude, 1% is what happens to you, 99% is how you react through what happens to you. So the right attitude towards life it can be acquired by training ourselves to overcome the natural tendency of materi- of the material world, of the material reality, and to obscure God's presence, because this is what the material world does. It, it hides Hashem's presence. And the attitude should be that we reveal Hashem's presence through the material world. Everything we do should be imbued with the reality of Hashem. That Hashem is real, that he's not something that we, when we were little, our mother said Hashem, my Israel, and we're imagining this old man with his long beard sitting in a big chair in heaven. No, we have to have Hashem in front of us in everything we do, and we have to open our eyes and see the, prates, the divine interference in, in our lives, that we see the hand of God in everything. In our job, in, in the education of our children, when we see that, that, thank God, we wake up every day and we're breathing and we're healthy after going through a pandemic. How many of us should be like saying thank you 24 hours a day and, and not lose that, that fire? Of, of love to, towards God, of, of gratitude, of inspiration, of understanding that our place in this world is to be a godly revelation in the world. This is the job of a Jew. We're lamplighters. We, just as Aaron H. Cohen was lighting the menorah, each one of us has that job too. We have to light that menorah constantly within ourselves and outside of ourselves. So the more profound way of remaking ourselves or others however is by revealing our innate divinity when a person when you see a person and you see him that he's righteous that he's correct that he's refined in his middle that he treats people nicely that he's a controlled human being that he's not taken over by his emotions that he he has the correct emotion for the correct situation then you see divinity in that person. So, when we are fully aware that God's existence is the only true reality, we uncover our truest nature. You know, we see all these things going on. Yes, we can say the Hamas, the Palestinians, the, the anti Semites, the end point fingers. But the reality behind all these veils is God. God is right there, He's the one that's creating this whole situation. And God creates it and He gives us what we need to take it away. So, our truest nature will be revealed, our true selves, the who we really are, our godliness Shama will be revealed when we bring this divine consciousness into our mundane life. And so, we discover that seeing God everywhere and being aware of Him in everything we do is not our second nature you know we think oh we have to work so hard to always have hashem in our minds have hashem in front of us no this is what this is our nature this is our natural nature what is not natural to us is that we don't see hashem why don't we see hashem because the world hides him the material world that is a creation of him and it's part of him too it's him hides the revelation of Hashem and so a Jew has to come to this world and take the material world that hides Hashem and bring out the spark of God within the material world so if I can explain myself a little better for example you have you you work you make money okay money is the most uh, material thing ever so if you're working and making money and you're thinking about, okay, my vacation, the next steak I'm going to eat, the, the clothes I'm going to buy. This is very low, low material, very debased. But if you go to work and you're thinking about, okay, I want to pay pay a Jewish school for my children, I want to be able to buy kosher food for my family, I want to be able to give them a nice home where they can live and where I can host people and make Shabbat dinners and do shiurim in my house, and I want to be able to help institutions and help my synagogue and give food to the poor and dress the poor and help marry the brides, then your money is completely elevated and the divine aspect of it comes out. And so Hashem is revealed through it. So all the mitzvot that we do really are done through the material world. Like an etrog, for example, for Sukkot is a material Fruit. It's a material. It's not, it's not a, a, a soul. It's a material fruit. It grows from a tree. And you take this fruit and you elevate it by using it on Sukkot. Or for example, the mitzvah of love your fellow like yourself, that you would think it's such a spiritual mitzvah. How do you love your fellow like yourself? When you help them through the material world. When you see a person that needs help materially and you help them. Or, or you see that they need um, a house and you help them find a house. This is loving other people, not just looking at them and, and seeing poor, poor guy. You see what they need, you help them out with whatever you can help. You know, have a friend is sitting down on a shiva, send them a meal this this is how we love our our neighbor like ourselves so we see here that in everything we do is not second nature but actually it is our true selves when we live in this manner so this is the inner meaning of kindling a week until it burns on its own we strive to refine ourselves and the world around us until our intrinsic divine nature is revealed and therefore burns with divine consciousness as part of its own inherent nature. And this means, and this is the the most beautiful thing, this means that revealing the inherent divinity within our rebellions, Jews are rebellious people, we're testarudos, how did Moshe said to God, what am I going to do with these stubborn people? Our rebellions as Jews, that they're complaining because they don't have meat in the desert when Hashem has been feeding them every day with a manna that falls, falls from heaven. It's a, 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 a superfood that is, it, 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 it takes the taste of whatever they want and they're complaining. This rebellious, this rebellious uh, quality that we have in reality is a very profound quality. It's not a bad quality, it's a good quality. Because when a person rebels, it means that he refuses to be satisfied with his present understanding of Hashem. This is the true deepest core of the rebellion. That a person is not okay with the status quo. There has to be something more. There has to be a deeper connection to Hashem. And through the rebellion, it is how he finds that deeper connection. So the, 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 the reason of the descent is for the ascent. A person doesn't fall down to stay down. A person falls down so he can go higher. And this is the reason of our rebellion. So when a Jew rebels and, the, and the cries, it's really a sincere cry for a connection to God. And the and the gift that God gives us is that He gives us the ability to do teshuvah, to to go back to Him. And so you fall down, you rise up, you do teshuvah, and then you're closer to God. You're you're much closer to God than before. And so the Rebbe finishes up here saying that um, that the for that that this is one of the reasons why Aaron Aaron HaKohen is the one who used to kindle the lights in the in the in the in the the, the Mishkan it was not Moshe Rabbeinu it was Aaron HaKohen his brother and why was this because he was a person that had unbounded love for every person he he was not judgmental of anybody he loved humanity he loved everything person in the world. Even if the person was in a low state spiritually, if he was not a refined person, he loved him even more and he used to bring people together and and bring love amongst the people. So this is why he was the one that had to kindle these lights because when we kindle the week of reality until it, it burns on its own the lowest as well as the highest points in life become part of the same ongoing process of kindling the lights. So a person can be low, but in reality, he's going high. A group of people came to the Rebbe once, and and they said that they didn't keep all the mitzvahs, and they felt very bad, and and they said, are we such bad Jews? And the Rebbe said to them, from here to heaven there are 613 steps, alluding to the 613 mitzvahs imagine that you're in step five and then you see another one that is in step 600 who is higher so these men they said to the Rebbe obviously the one that is in step 600 and the Rebbe said no you're wrong the one that's higher is the one that's going up so if you're in the step five but you're going up and the person in step 600 is going down then you're higher than the person in step 600 so I want to leave you Uh, here i want to wish you a blessed week a week of inspiration that you might really feel your neshama that you feel your inner light it's so powerful connect to it you know prayer is a way to get to that place when you contemplate on hashem's greatness when you sit down and look at a sunset you look at the ocean, you look at a baby, when you look at the creation of of the world, when you see God's creation and you contemplate it and you realize how amazing it is, sit down, drink a coffee, sit for half an hour and look at Hashem's creation and and admire it. And when you do this, you're going to be so infused with so much love and so much gratitude towards Hashem that your 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 neshama is gonna shine out and not only that when people are with people that are shining they they also shine so may you shine and make you make and may you make other people shine too and i wish you a good week and remember live a little higher thank you